This is Jordan Grace, and you're listening to the Social Suplex Podcast Network. BWB, this is One Nation Radio. You better get it right. Rich Ladder James Boy came to give him life. The blackest wrestling podcast has come to kick all ass and drop it six feet if they're kicking trash. Word, let me welcome y'all to something different. And if you dig it, man, you should let some friends listen. We be getting it in this on the regular, dude. Ravish and flow, but this shit rule. See, James don't rap, so I had to break it down. The whole network, man, we coming for the crown. Raps in the columns, I keep them both covered Making the beats too, so the listeners can bump it Hit us with the rating, yeah, I'm saying it's a five Before you hit a talk, bob your head side to side It's One Nation Radio, and this is the beginning It's Rich, and I'm here with James It's time to listen to One Nation We got the power of the this is Mike Sempervivi from WrestlingObserver.com. Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day. And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio. Uh, this is Kenny Omega. We're listening to One Nation Radio. Check it out, guys. These guys know what's up. Big Kenny Omega fans. That's all it counts to me. Goodbye and good night. Hey. Hey, folks. Welcome to One Nation Radio. It's been a great weekend of pro wrestling, uh, and we're just going to start off the top. I'm going to say hey to Rich, and we'll get to it. How, what's going on, Rich? I, I, are you feeling as good as I feel? Woo! <laughs> Man, um, a great always weekend of wrestling. Always trust the wrestlers. Always trust the wrestlers. Yeah. I am going to open this show with uh, some thoughts on just like the... There's a basketball page that I follow. It's called Ball Don't Stop. Often, he says, like, people talk about a lot of stuff in the game of basketball, right? But ultimately, the game is about a bucket. And ultimately, (laughs) wrestling is about a match. Like, (laughs) and when it comes to AEW and New Japan Pro Wrestling, when they it was time for the bell to ring to come to America to put a hot-ass crowd in a fucking building, the biggest one uh, or second biggest arena in the United States, and everyone else that, that was coming from New Japan... Um, I saw a lot of people that were thinking New Japan wrestlers weren't going to take this seriously. They didn't care about it. They were getting off their jokey jokes, hoping this whole show failed uh, in spite of New Japan being on it. You pure old fucking dorks. Like, how about it now? <laughs> like, it, like they, they were willing to cut their nose off to spite their face. They acted like New Japan wasn't a part of this. What was wrong with you people? Let the hate out your heart go. Like, how dare you insult these wrestlers and think I have pride that they don't that they don't come want to come over here and get themselves back over to the American audience. You think they don't want to do Forbidden Door 2 in Japan? These people were wrestling for respect last night. Yeah, from from Hiroki Goto to Yoshihashi to Clark Connors, Despy and Kanemaru. Who else you want to name? They were coming over here to prove a point, and so was AEW. AEW wasn't about to show up and be like, just let them get killed by these dudes. Show the Umino. Damn, they made it. May have had a superstar performance. Chris Jericho points at him. I'm gonna get that fucking guy over, and he fucking does. Oh, also, Chris Jericho fucking does it again. Never count out Chris Jericho ever. 
these people have not heard live live crowds like that in years. <laughs> some of them, yeah, some, some of them. I was in heaven last night. This is an all-time great show. Put put whatever you want up against it. I mean, like barring like all or this is probably this got to be a top 3 AEW pay-per-view. Um, got some Wrestle Kingdoms, couple takeovers. That's 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 pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Flew by. I watched it in a movie theater. I'm gonna watch all the pay per views in a movie theater now. It was amazing. Like, I I just watched the show. I was so happy for all the wrestlers. I was so happy to like um for the guys and and I would think all the the people that were on the show were thinking, damn. All people can talk about is who's not on this show, who's missing it, who's who's not like available, who who just got injured, who's been injured. And all these wrestlers that were on the show took it as a personal challenge. And what happened? They just built another fucking franchise between New Japan and AEW. They're going to be able to do as many of these as they want. They're going to do them in Osaka Joe Hall. They're going to do them in the Forum in L.A. (laughs) They're going to run them shits in Orlando. They're going to run them shits in Tokyo. They're going to they're they're just going to do these back and forth. And there's just going to it. It looks like there's you think about how good this one is. How much better will the next one be, man? What the fuck? Yeah. Um, I mean. I would say do it twice a year. I would say do it twice a year. Like, and doing it the time that they did, and people were wondering, like, why would you do it in the middle of this, or like at the beginning of the summer and, and whatever else? Like, well, the, you know, some word is that, like, Obari was enjoyed this so much, he wants to take this to Japan. And, you know, obviously this year we had Night 3 at Wrestle Kingdom um, with Noah. Well, if you want Night 3 with AW. I'm sure it'll draw comparable <laughs> in Japan. So you won't have to leave. You won't have to leave Tokyo to do it. So um, yeah, you know, like in you know, obviously, imagine whatever it could be for uh, fly-ins that sort of thing. Like, um, but yes. yeah, like just um, this was a like commercial or critically whatever you want to call it. Like, uh, well, either way, it's financial success anyway. Like, it had a million plus dollar gate anyway. And who knows what the pay per view buys are? We'll figure that out. But like, I mean, it would have to be ho- all time horrible for this not to come out where this was some wasn't a financial success as well. So, um, yeah, like one and one this for you know one and one this until the end of time, and you're never gonna run out of matches ever. Like tons of like just great chemistry. Like from the moment like the crowd, I could tell during the pre show that the crowd was feeling it, that the wrestlers are feeling it. Like when Yoshihashi and Goto are getting mega reactions yep. in, in the pre-show <laughs> and um, <laughs> and then Swerve and Lee um, and Desmond and Kanemaru just like rip it to shreds in a pre-show. Like I could tell that it was a special evening on deck. So um, I, I don't know if you want to start like from the top or from, you know, the bottom, like, I mean, or, or yeah, yeah. Let's go. Like through, let's overall. go through the whole show. It was, let's go through the whole show because it was weird because like I actually showed up to Zach's at like ten minutes before the pre-show, <laughs> and I normally like shit. Uh, like I'll, I'll. I mean, what was it? Um, Revolution. Like I think I, sh- I think I got to my seat at like five, like a second after the sh- the you know the show started. Like 
I'll show up late to a show or on time, right when it shows up all the time. That's I don't I'm not watch pre shows. I showed up and watch this whole pre show thing. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Let's start from the the top then. Yeah. So, um, the I guess the buy in. So, um, we had uh, Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi defeating the Factory of Aaron Solo and QT Marshall. Yeah. QT getting plenty of heat. Yes. We saw QT and Yoshihashi matched up against each other. I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, Goto and Yoshihashi haven't been this over ever. Um, <laughs> or I mean, in not, uh, I, I mean, not in like five years. Yeah, like I don't want to say ever, but like is I gotta imagine Yoshihashi almost wanted to call Mrs. Yoshihashi and be like, "Can I please stay for a little while? Can I stay for a couple weeks? I'm feeling good over here. They like me. I, I, they really I, like me." I thought you were gonna do the the Harlem Knights, like, "Hey, baby, I'm never coming back." <laughs> <laughs> you might have to say that for somebody else on the show. So, uh, uh, Hiroki Goto uh, shows up, longtime veteran. Everyone loves Goto. Uh, music hits in the arena. Aaron Solo was wrestling his ass off. He yes. was uh, wrestling like he was trying to pick up some extra bookings, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, so, this was solid as fuck. I probably, I probably say it was like three and a quarter, maybe three and a quarter. I'll probably go. It was a good but, match. Uh, it was a good match. I, I I wouldn't say it was a notebook, but it was a good match. Probably yeah, you're probably three and a quarter. Yeah. Yeah. Then we had Lance Archer uh representing Suzuki Goon. So yes. uh <laughs> take yes. on Nick Comoroto. I didn't know this match was booked, but um they showed up and they had like kind of a basic big man match, but Archer did like his flying stuff. I thought Comoroto was decent, the crowd was into it. Uh this was actually a solid ad. I wasn't mad at it. Yeah, I wasn't mad at this match at all, and it made sense because it's like it's Archer, and like you're really not going to have an Archer on this show, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I like to match it as well, like probably like three flat. Yeah. Then, uh, I oh, by the way, me. like I mean, it, it's understand, it's understood, but both of them are strong as fuck, lifting each other like that. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like I thought, I thought they were going to come up with some other creative way for Archer to get the pin instead of hitting the uh, the, the the blackout. And he mm. still gave him the black. I was like, God damn, he's With strong. With ease. Yes. He's strong as fuck. <laughs> Tag oh, team Lord. match. Swerve in our glory. Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland defeating Suzuki Goon, uh, El Desperado, and Yoshinobu Kanemaru. This was excellent. Um, ahead of time, I had uh, asked Swerve about you know this match. Like He told me that's who he was going to be getting booked against. I was like, that should be kind of interesting because i thought about keith lee being in there with those giant size guys yeah and then i thought about swerve like working opposite of despy and then figuring how crafty karen morrow was i was like this is and then thinking about like what the match kind of represented like it was like a tight easy match and it's like either AEW is gonna win or new japan's gonna win and it actually was pretty intriguing for me and i i thought suzuki had a chance at stealing it um but they came in there and I I went I want to say I went four stars on this James <laughs> like it and, um, and, like I mean I I mean off the top of my head I probably thought high threes so yeah, yeah. this was excellent that ending the finish sequence, was spectacular I mean bro, sort of, Jesus Christ spectacular like, the the kick the, the the super kick that that were as Desperados on the ape Desperado is is on the apron. Uh, basically seated with his feet facing in, into the ring, and then he and then Swerve super kicks him through the ropes, and then he basically like hangs off his he basically hangs off on his feet, so he's like just stuck there, and then he basically uh, does a sling uh, slingshot double foot stomp to the ground, and then like he rolls through and rolls it away to where like he doesn't land on his leg or ankle to where he doesn't like tear an ACL or twerk, tweak an ankle and just rolls through like that was 
Swerve, man, like he, you know, like, bro. like I know you know this dude. I know you know this dude or whatever else. But like, I was saying, I was saying this shit to you before, like when he was just on NXT before we ever met him, like that. I was like, dude, he's so fucking cold. He's saying nothing's changed. Yep. Like they should, um, they should. He should uh, get a logo where it's kind of like the Jordan logo, but it's him doing that that kick that he does. Oh, the house like, call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like a silhouette of that, and that'd be his logo. That shit would be hard. But uh, I thought Kenny Morrow was excellent in this match, uh, starting from the very beginning of it, where he was just uh, saying, "All right, I'm gonna do all my old man crafty stuff. I'm gonna work the crowd a lot." Uh, I'm going to, like, go up. You want to do a test of strength? Nah, you're going to reach up to me. I'm going to go sit on the top rope. Dude, uh, his his I, whiskey spot, all that stuff was clever. How he was working the legs. Like, he was an assassin in there. Yeah. Like, I mean, he was just, I mean, he was just doing, like, Def Yamasan spots. That was number Def Yamasan versus Lady C out there. He was like, oh, you're too tall to do the, the, you know, the reach up there for the uh, grab from knuckle lock. All right, I'll get up on, I'll get up on a turnbuckle. Let's do it now. Let now who's tallest? Yeah, like it just. I, I was sitting there saying that the, the coffin and Zach, and they were just like, "Yeah." That, that, or Dan, Zach was well, Zach. Dan was like, "Well, the, who?" But yeah, like full on clown territory. Yeah, and then you know, obviously working the leg was was really well. Like I thought that Keith Lee sold the the leg very well, and I you know at times when I've seen him wrestle smaller people, it doesn't really work for me. This one worked better better than most times. Yeah. Yeah, this is an excellent match. Uh, and I I would love to see Swerve and Despy hook it up uh, oh, yeah. again. Oh yeah. Uh, so uh, hopefully we see that. I, I would love uh, for Lee and Swerve to to go do World Tag League or something. Yeah. Do you uh, think still together like that? That would be pretty interesting. I think I I would like to see the, the Japanese audience like Keith Lee would instantly get over. Yeah. Look how big yeah. he is. Yeah. Like yeah. I mean, if something has a match with something has a match with Shingo or Ishii or Goto. Is he's getting over? Yeah. Yeah. Then we had the eight man tag: Max Caster and the Gun Club defeating the LA Dojo Young Lions of Alex Coughlin, Kevin Knight, the DKC, and Yuya Uemura. Uh, they immediately sent the Gun Brothers back uh, to the to the back, and we got Max Caster, uh, babyface worker in peril. Uh, he did you know the rap, and uh, his rap was actually pretty funny. It was like, "Well, watch Shibata's balls," and them being in the gym and all that other stuff, but. Um, you can't have an American show with New Japan without Billy Gunn. Uh, and Billy Gunn That's got right. in there, and that man looks like a cyborg to this day. Like, Dude, he huge. was in there with Coughlin, and Coughlin's, you know, chiseled out of granite. And it's like, yeah, you're chiseled out of granite, but, like, I'm, but I'm a bigger boulder. It's like, right. it's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, man, he he looks like... like Cause he, and also he's getting older and he keeps doing the tan. So like, yeah, it's like the, the you know, the skin is getting like weird. So he started to look more and more like the thing from, from uh, fantastic four. Like he was looking more and more like Ben Grimes every week and like <laughs> whatever, like this, like this whole scissor me daddy thing and the ass boy thing. Like that thing has gotten Billy Gunn in, um, in, uh, the acclaim, like way more than they were before. Even, even with the rap thing, like, they're gonna have to turn babyface eventually, like within the next six months. I feel like that's what a, this was like a test run for that. Like we we sent the guns out of there, and then Max Caster was the babyface peril the whole match, and then Billy got his hot tag. Max got the pin, and we'll see where it goes. But um, how um how badly is uh Bones injured? Like I know he's in the wheelchair, but I I don't know if that's for effect or not. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure. I have to look into that because it, it seems like if 
if he was super bad injured, like if he was Omega injured, which is you know as, as more than just your knee, but like if he was where it's like you know if he had tore ACL or something like that, it's like does it mean that like should he even be out there? But like obviously it's part of the act and him doing the fat man scoop yell. What is he says ass boys? Like yeah, maybe he still needs to do that, but it uh, but. If he's doing that for like, you know, at this point, he's been out a couple months now. If he's doing this for another six months, that, you know, I don't know what the evolution of the storyline is with all of that over six months. I don't know how you hold that down or keep that, you know, fresh for six months. Yeah. But let's get to the main card here. Um, awesome pre-show. Uh, one of the better ones. We had a six-man tag opening up. Minoru Suzuki in the Jericho Appreciation Society of uh, Chris Jericho and Sam Guevara. They took on Eddie Kingston, Shota Umino, and Wheeler Yuta, the biggest star in the business. And, man, um, this was phenomenal. One of the best team uh, openers of a pay-per-view you're ever going to see. Shota Umino has completely, uh, like, he looked like a Tanahashi clone out there. Uh, If you give Ace his young legs back and his body and and his, like, hair at his peak. He's not nearly Maybe not the hair. He's not not nearly well, I mean, the hair color is clearly to be, I mean, like, the hair color like uh, is more like Naito, but, like, the styling is more like Tanahashi's. Yeah. And then, like, with, with, the, with the long pants, yeah, like, I mean, obviously he's not, like, he looks like a young Knight, like a younger Tanahashi that's, like, not um, as purely ripped as Tanahashi used to be in his peak, because peak Tanahashi's right. out here looking like damn near like Pac. But, yeah. yeah. Like, this was incredible, I thought, um, from, like... He moves Suzuki. a lot better, too, because he's lost weight and, his, you know, his body's transformed. Like, he moves a lot better in the ring, from what I remember. I was telling yeah. that to Dan and uh, Zach. They should immediately take his passport and cross out the UK. You're not allowed to re-enter the country. You're staying here, Shota Umino, so, until it's time for you to go back. So, I was asking Dan, like, and Zach, like, how's he doing over there? And they're like, it's mixed, mixed bag. Like, if that, if, if it... It is a mixed bag. He needs to just come here. He's already over. He already has an angle of right and right play. He's going to get better exposure. There's more talent here in AEW. Like, I mean, we've talked about this a lot about um, as far as, um, especially when the factory showed up at Strong's, at, uh, at Strong Style Evolved, like getting like the LA Dojo people and also some of the, you know, like Renarito, for example, or Yumura or like or umino like get them on darks and whatever else like or get them in american indies doing like stuff like maybe not to because Takesh is obviously more advanced than them but like they have names for themselves just being on on a show like this they right. can get booked right um these guys are recognizable they were over um chris jericho looked at shoda and decided like it's me and you tonight. Like, <laughs> and Chris Jericho gets somebody else over. Like, we, yeah. we always talk about, like, um, wrestlers that, that have no clue of how to get somebody over. Or, like, we have people pining for wrestlers who've never gotten somebody over. Like, Jericho is just a master. And I, I've sung his praises really heavily this last year. Um, uh, the smartest guy in wrestling like and i don't know if it's you know particularly close like he just knows what's going to get over when it's going to get over how long it's going to take and he can almost get anything or anyone over like still and he was in there working his ass off like as a as a worker getting slammed by willer yuda like over and over again 
Um, Sammy looked great in this match. Loved all white gear. Um, and this was, I think I went four and a half on this in the opener. Like, this was just like a blitzkrieg of, of a six man to, to kick this thing off. I, I mean, I hadn't, I didn't give this a number, but like, I definitely had over four. Yeah, like cool spot. Umino was putting Jericho in the walls as a yep. callback to uh, when the the Wrestle Kingdom match with Omega. Yep. He beats up. Um, he beats up Red Shoes and Umino, I think. Yep. Yeah, and, and they they do the the angle later on where Jericho, uh, you know, congratulates him, tells him he respects him, and then he hits him, you know, with the with with the fireball because he's a wizard, and um, you know keeps an angle going something's there so uh maybe they they do a match down the road like i i would request uh show to umino if i was tk you ain't doing shit in the uk i mean can we can we also get uh yoda sushi too like bring them all over fuck it sure always an iwgp duel tag team title match ftr took on rapungi vice and united empire um, this match started like kind of slow, and then they did um, this injury angle with Dax. I knew it was a work immediately. Same here. Um, <laughs> like he hit it, and I was like, "Man, he did that pretty hard." And then he rolled out, and then once I noticed that uh, that uh, Cash was trying to tag like the first, I was like, "Oh, okay, he'll be back out." Like it was like immediately. I was well, like, "Hold what, on." What I noticed was like how um, how do I say this? How not agitated it was that he just went to the back, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, he's coming back. It's fine." Right? Because I was like, "Because so. ain't no way that he that, that that dude was gonna have a shoulder injury that didn't involve like you know, you know, like my arm just completely went dead. That that doesn't involve him like fighting like hell to say, get the hell away from me. I'm continuing to be, I'm continuing in this match because I'm about to be IWGP." world heavyweight tag champion like he wasn't there was no way we know that Look, we know we know him you know what I'm saying? i didn't no. buy it but this crowd did because like they, they for did, a lot they of this died, match they were like oh my like, god oh, this whole was show is cursed and now it, yes yes and it and it killed the crowd until he showed back up and all that once he came back i was like thank you finally this crowd can come back because like yeah. i was like oh y'all were too smart for your own good on this one they 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 fully believe this one yep um, so maybe FTR, uh, some of the last workers. Um, so <laughs> everyone just believes them. <laughs> yeah. But um, this one worked out to your detriment. So maybe never do that again. Yeah. Um, so we had, uh, in this match, it was a lot of great work. Um, I thought Cobb was awesome. Uh, Rocky Romero and Trent, like they were getting pinned, but they let them, uh, do their thing. Um, oh yeah, Dax tweeted an hour ago. He had a separated shoulder. He's capping, lying. Anything else you you want to add? He'll be booked within the next two weeks. Watch. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter. We just saw what Sting and Bobby Fish both get pilmanized in like Russell like two weeks within two weeks of each other. Show up within two weeks of each other. Like yeah, yeah, the, yeah. At least they're taking people off TV for when they have an injury. So whatever. Uh, but yeah, we'll. Um, I guess he'll show up with the tape on for a while. Yeah, but this ended up uh, turning into a really great match uh, towards the end. Uh, FTR wins, um, and they win their seventh tag team, different tag team title. Uh, James, have you noticed how they've tried to reappropriate the stars into like what they they, they call themselves seven star FTR now? Before they were six star FTR. No, like, I was unaware. You know, 
you know, the stars are normally given out by Dave, you know, and, and, and Star Raiders and, and Grapple and Cage Mask. These boys have decided to reappropriate it into how many different championships they want all over the world, you know. Well, so good for them, I guess. Look, I peeped your manuscript, FTR. <laughs> what, what you trying to do here? But um, besides that, uh, it, it should be pretty cool. Uh, we know they don't really care about tag team wrestling in New Japan, so FTR uh, <laughs> culture appropriators stop. <laughs> um, I don't who know said who said that. Uh, Brewhaven. <laughs> so, so um, I don't know who they're going to wrestle in New Japan for those belts, but. Um, you know, there's a super match around the corner where we talked about on this show. Uh, yep. If it was last week, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I got mad at people and said, stop being dumb. And, like, sure enough, yes. like, Dave Meltzer, like, last night on uh, Observer Radio reviewing the show said, well, they could do this. I was like, yeah, that, that's, they could. That's what's happening, Dave. We, we like, pe- like, we, I peeped this before you did. You know, ahead. Come, come to the light with your yeah. boys. Yeah. Um, but uh, besides that, uh, AEW All-Atlantic 4-Way, Pack versus Clark Connors versus Malachi Black versus Miro. This match started. It was a little bit slow, I thought. Then it just started. It broke into, it broke into basically like two separate matches where Cl- Connors and Miro were uh, separated each other. And then you had Pac and, um, and Malachi working off their, their you know, uh, Kings of the Black Throne and uh, Death Triangle thing, and, and like ultimately, you kept seeing like Miro just, just no selling and Clark eating Connors. Clark Connors lunch uh, at times. Them it was, off. Yeah, yeah. And then like something like crazy happened. Like the entire arena came alive, you know, for Clark Connors just wanting to see him rise the fuck up. Essentially, yeah. so he's getting bullied. Like there was a uh, table on the outside of the ring, and right. all of a sudden, uh, Connors like sends Miro through that shit. Yep crowd goes fucking insane they're all training let's go clark at the top of their lungs and then it was it hit me it was like bro all these dudes are coming to fight for respect like and then like, i was thinking about um you know united empire in the match before i was thinking about shota umino i was thinking about despy and kenamaro and i was like yo they're showing up to prove a point uh clark connors you gotta imagine he was on twitter seeing how disappointed people were that he was in the match and then you know Ishii wasn't here for this one, right? right. And, and then it just worked out, like, and he got himself over, right? And I remember, and you also got to think about it when it comes to a, the lot, like, like the the excursion guys and LA Dojo guys. All of them dudes are already cold. All of them, all of them, are all good ass wrestlers right now today, and we've known that for at least months, or maybe even a, a couple years. We've known some of these, <laughs> some of these young lines are good as hell, like. Narita, like uh, uh, like Yuya, right? So, in that system, it takes so long to break through. No, no disrespect. That's how they do it. They've they've made some of the best wrestlers that have ever existed. I ain't knocking the system, but you gotta wait, and then you get a show like this. Like when are they? When is when is the next time Shota's gonna be in front of sixteen thousand people? Who do, knows? And, and uh, you know, and, and be a focal point of a of a trios match or whatever else. It may be a couple. It might be two, three years. No, you know, in like so, like yes, it was it was gas, and also like these matches were the spotlight 
some of the things like that Clark Connors thing was like just sure flat out like I mean there it may a- as well have been like Norzuki bullying a young boy right and then right. eventually he gets and Sebi Ashi was able to put him through a table you never get to put Norzuki through a table there was a lot of if you were taking the pin we were going to put the spotlight on you and yeah. that philosophy goes back to all in when Bandito was getting pinned yep I mean, and, that's, I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot of AEW matches. Uh, I mean, that's what got Jungle Boy over. That's what I mean. That's what got Darby over. Like, we're going to give you. We're going to show you have all the heart in the world. You're going to lose, but you're going to show all the heart in the world and show that you can do X, Y, and Z. But you're going to lose. But we're going to make people be like, he lost, but he's, he's coming, good. right? Yeah. And people appreciate the fact that you, that you, they know what it is. Like, yeah, you're going to lose. It's a bigger star, but like. Look out for him in the future. Like that is a that's how the that's how the pillars took off. That's how we got the killers. That's how we got the uh, Willow Yuta as you make the joke about. He's the biggest star in the biz because of that fucking Moxie match and the other match he had with um with with Danielson. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Clark Connors like won the whole crowd over. Uh, I think people wanted him to win. There there was a point in the match I thought like he was gonna win because I started thinking I was like man they gave FTR those belts Mox is gonna get that one could they like was Ishii gonna actually win this and then could they just like put it on Clark Connors could it happen didn't happen but whatever I'd like to see Clark Connors come in and fight Pac like you know uh in the next couple weeks and then Pac uh, you know, he finds Malachi Black and Clark Connors in like some type of arm bar situation, gives them the uh, 450, hits them, and then basically puts Connors in that, uh, in a brutalizer. Yep. And then Genius uh, finish. A, a man that has been here from day one gets a belt put on him. Mm-hmm. And I am very happy for that gentleman. Yeah. Um, I thought this finish was ingenious. Like, I thought that, like, you know, um, also, it was a Brock Lesnar match with, uh, Miro playing Brock Lesnar. It's a four-way, it's a multi-person match. Miro is unstoppable. Everybody has to conspire to not to take him off the table, including all the hits and shots from Pac and Malachi that led to the spear from Connors through the table. He's taking off the table for forever. The all of a sudden he comes, rises up, and then and then wrecks shop. And then the only thing that stops him is the part where Malachi spits mist to his face and takes him completely off the table after that. But like that was that was a bit Brock Lesnar in, in a, in a multi-person match. And then you get the finish, as you mentioned with like the arm bar and then, you know, 450 on the arm bar takes in the 450 takes, uh, Malachi out of the ring or off the table. And then, you know, you put a brutalizer on a bad arm. Like it was, I thought it was a genius ingenious finish. I, I, I loved it. It was one of my favorite yeah. finishes of the year. Yep. Uh, I'm going four and a quarter for that. I'm also going four and a half for the tag match. So, uh, I'm at four and a half, four and a half, four and a quarter. So, uh, I was, I was doling the stars out tonight. Yeah, you so, were. <laughs> um, it was, it was just like, I, I could feel the atmosphere because, um, like I said, in the movie theater, the commentary couldn't really play that loud. So I didn't really get the, the commentary experience of, mm. you know, normally watching it, but you would have liked had more. To, you would have yeah, liked they, it more with the commentary. They had the crowd kind of piped in to where we could hear it the most. So we were kind of like in the action with the crowd, with the huge screen. How was it that. as far as talking to like whoever was next to you or because how many people were with you? Uh, four. We're, okay, you were all like adjacent to each other? Yeah, we were all in a row. Were you able, were you able to talk or were you just like, nah, I need to be quiet? No, nah, we were able to talk. We were, yell- we were yelling. We were acting normal like the whole theater was. Oh, so it, it wasn't like it was watching so, a movie. Okay, so in the future, going forward, like you go to that, I will not be there with you as you act up in public like that. Because <laughs> like, 
me and me and Dan were talking like, man, if Kenny Omega shows up, I'm glad I'm not fucking around there with Rich. <laughs> like you imagine me, and, and then uh, you're like, can you imagine being in the next theater? Next, like you watching some like I don't know some some you know indie movie, and all of a sudden you hear, let's fucking go <laughs> from the arena, from the theater over. I was like, man, nah, I ain't gonna let Rich and Brett shit out of me like that. Nah, 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 I. So yeah, like you can see you going to that theater, and I'll yeah. and I'll watch it somewhere else. Um. <laughs> so we had the six man tag match. Uh, of course, Hiromu Takahashi missed this one. Uh, dudes with attitude. So that's Darby Allen, Sting, and Shingo Takagi took on the Bullet Club of El Fantasmo, Matt and Nick Jackson. One night only came out the the full throwback Bullet Club gear. Looked like it was literally from another time. Yeah, it had um, yeah because they had ROH on it and all that, and then apparently like they 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 put the Young Bucks Super Kick um, Skull um, Bullet Club shirt on sale this week or something on Pro, Pure Wrestling Tees. I think they mentioned that on commentary. Um, yeah, and they played the music after they gave you the entrance or whatever else. And like I gotta say, uh, I don't know if you know, realize this, but like Hikaleo makes a great Kevin Nash. <laughs> he, he really does. Cause he has the tall, the big hair. He has the he has presence about him. He he really he really does make a good stand in Kevin Nash, whether he knows it or not. He really did. Cause once that confe- once the uh, the streamers flew and he has the big you know in the air, I was like, yeah, that's it. Feels it feels real ninety eight <laughs> WCW right now. So this started with a bang. Um, Shingo comes out, gets great reaction. Uh, double digit view, or excuse me, what's that? Over twenty live con- concurrent viewers. Hey, come, 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 rock on the lives with your boys. Appreciate everybody um, checking in with us. But uh, Darby comes out with Sting. Stars. Darby's in the ring. Shingo's in the ring. Mm-hmm. Sting's music hits. Doesn't come out. They're in the United Center, so right. immediately I think he's going to repel from the ceiling. I thought the same exact thing, and then I thought to myself, I can't remember. I, I could have sworn it was Chicago, yeah. So it may have been the United Center, but I couldn't remember. But I was like, was it Chicago? And it then, was the United Center. Okay, all right. So like that's what I thought, and then Jamie was like, oh my god, he's going to do it, and then like I was they, like, are they, they going to let him do it, the, given that you know, like we don't do that ever since Owen right, Hart, yeah. right? That, that that hit me after, but um. Then they they do the fake out like with the with yes. the long range thing and the then, long like, con is like hey because like obviously turn off the lights you flash the spotlight up there people are looking over there and then yep. like you know over here and then like Sting has a chance to climb up the thing and then they turn the lights off again and then he flash spotlight on like he's fucking Batman you know <laughs> and then he does the dive and I was just like god damn it They're, Sting I don't know how much longer this is gonna continue but like Sting will never miss. <laughs> Just bro, all time, bro. I like Sting. I'm enjoying Sting more now than any point of his career. I can't say that because Sting's my third favorite wrestler of all time. But I do get what you. I do get the sentiment. He never wrestled back then when I was watching. <laughs> oh well, I, I mean, I watched. I watched Surfer Sting too. I grew up on yeah. Surfer Sting, so like it's a little different. But like, I gotta say, like this Sting keep this up. It might turn to a three way tie at the top, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was bro. He he dove off him. Then they they do you know a, a awesome six man Shingo. Yeah. You know was on vacation a little bit, but I'll, I'll let so? Shingo. 
Oh yeah, yeah. He was. I think he may have took one bump. If I'm not mistaken. Okay, so maybe he took one bump, but as far as like the way he looked in the ring, he looked still impressive and sharp as ever. Like I didn't yeah. think like, um, I I, I saw a fin- you know finish on mission. He thought he took he t- you know he took it easy, but I was like, well, who are you supposed to do his thing with? Nick and Matt Jackson. Is he supposed to do his thing with with uh, ELP? Like I don't I don't really remember much of either one of them dudes doing like high hyper brawling you know um but yeah i thought i thought when he was in he was great impressive like he normally is fast powerful and you know for me like he's just, he was doing the hits but yeah. i thought like you know I, I i enjoyed the hell out of it because it's shingo and he's great yep first time darby and the bucks were in the ring together would love to see more of that combo i don't, I know, think. How, I don't know how that happened yeah uh, I, I think you got to do Sting and Darby against the Bucks. Uh, oh yeah, as a, as a tag defense. Yes, like and um, we've been talking about that for months now. They needed they need a tag title shot. Yeah, yep. EOP and Matt Jackson exchanging back back scratches. I fucking loved it. EOP was sensational in this match. Um, you know the the big moon sauce, the 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 shit headery. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, this was this is another one that ruled, and like uh, the, the Bucks hitting Sting with the, with the big super kicks, uh, Sting cranking up uh, with the with the beating on the chest. Uh, I he was beating on his chest at one point. Before yes, before before we got to the double super kick no sell, I had stood up in in my I had stood up like already expecting there to be eventually like at the spot in the match where it was going to be a no sell. And like I thought that Sting was about to no sell EOP's low blow, and then and then, but then he but then he you know sold it. And I was like, oh well, that makes sense. I'm tripping, James. He, and, then, and then the second the super kick came, I was like, this is it. He about to no sell this shit, man. I lost it when he did that shit. I was like, <laughs> outstanding. I already knew. I was waiting for it. I, I need Sting to. This formula will never go old. It will never tire. It will never bore. Sting is Sting is. In peril, he no sells one thing and then fires up, and the crowd goes wild. It always works, bro. This just shouldn't be possible. Bro. It shouldn't. He's, he's sixty three. Yeah, this this shouldn't be like this is the best old man, like super old man. I feel like we need tiers of like old man wrestler, right? We there's like forty five year olds, fifty year olds. Like this guy's like somewhere else. Like there's like fifty five I mean, even. I, I mean, I'd have he's to, like beyond that. I mean, I'd have to figure out like which like luchadors are still you know can like do Negro it. Casas is like sixty something, right? That's where I'm gonna have to figure out like which ones, but like you know, because I mean, I don't think like Ultimo Girl's not that old. He's old, but he's not that old. Yeah, I don't think. You know, I mean, my point is like Sting is doing some shit that like you shouldn't be able to be able to do at sixty three, and you're like. 30 plus years in the, I mean, way more, like damn near 40 years in the business. Yeah. Or 35. Unbelievable. Um, (laughs) unbelievable. Um, but, uh, EOP ends up getting pinned, uh, by Shingo. So, uh, if you're, if you're counting the politics, that's New Japan guy beats New Japan guy here. And, um. Yeah. So that one was awesome. Also. So yep. I, I think I was like four and a third in on this match. <laughs> like yeah, in between. That was fun as hell. Like, like, can you imagine if Hiromu had been in this match? Man, they'd have figured it. Like, bro, it would it would have gone even crazy. Because there was a sp- I forgot what the spot was with Hikaleo, but Hikaleo interfered, and they, and then the opposite hills got the advantage. But then like later, like they took um Hikaleo off the off the table. 
Like, yeah, man, like just you know, it's a bad it's this was a bad show for the Will Osprey and the Young Bugs don't know how to tell stories. It's We gonna get What? That. What? Yeah, like like the Bucks came out immediately like as soon as the match rang, like with just like in like sensational double team moves. It was just like Look, man, I know y'all see these boys. Like, like, don't try to play them. Like, <laughs> like, don't try to play them no more, man. Um, up next, we had the AEW Women's World Title match. Thunder Rosa defending against Tony Storm. I like this a lot, James. I, I, this is I a good match. Not, like, I didn't match. go. I didn't go four stars on it. I went three point seven five. But in ten minutes, I thought they hit each other hard. Um, and, and it was like a, they were hitting each other like the doctrine was lifted like it was like all right y'all can actually go ahead and hit each other and then they did uh thunder rosa came out looking like a woman shao khan uh you know and i thought her gear like it's not often that you outdo tony storm with the gear uh, <laughs> thunder did so it reminded it, me of um like the mirror gold or red and gold gear i don't know if they have the same person making her gear but like it reminded me of that um like i like the um like the head, the head dress and this and like the gauntlet she was wearing. Yeah, like her her gear was great. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, lots of great like you know technical work in the beginning, and then they started hitting each other, and then uh, finish kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, I don't know if everyone was prepared for Thunder to use Dustin Rhodes' finish, um, especially and- when it's less dangerous or less uh, gruesome looking than the uh, you know a uh, Thunder Fire, Fire Thunder driver. driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so. Um, so Thunder retains. Uh, a lot of people have questions about uh, is Tony what's happening with Tony Storm I do. next? Like Thunder Rosa took like seventy five percent of the match. Um. Also, another thing. Um, the first half of the match, and this I don't know if this is Thunder Rosa getting herself too hyped up. I don't know what it is, but um, it seems to me like she's pacing herself way too ambitiously. Um to go whatever this she's gone like this happened in the deep match um a couple or a month ago this happened um it was like once you get to a certain point just out of sheer just tired out of the exhaust from working at that such a brisk pace like you can see it coming out of the you can see the the starch coming out of her matches um i don't recall ever seeing this before with her i don't know what it is but like i, I think she's doing a, she's a bit ambitious to start but I gotta whatever. say this though, but perhaps James, we should not judge Thunder Rosa off of wrestling Marina Shafir. Oh yeah, and decide she's a bad wrestler. Perhaps we should not do that yeah. as a community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like I don't look. I can't speak on the in and outs of whatever happened with that one. Um, but like, I had never saw Thunder Rosa having this situation before. Like, and all the people that I've heard, you know, do anything involving corroborating the stories, Marina Shafir and Britt Baker. And, like, gotta say, in the ring, I don't, if you ask me my opinion on who's, who, who's, whose skill I respect more in the ring, it's Thunder Rosa instead of those two. So it's like, and then, you know, this is continued, and Marina Shafir's in the ring with other people, with Tony Storm, and it doesn't work out that well. And, like, eh. It's weird. It was all weird how that worked out. I don't. I don't know what that was. Maybe it was a bad week for for everybody for everybody involved. But yeah, man. Like I, <laughs> you barking up the wrong tree with that one. You, you just were. It's weird, man. It's it's really weird how that worked out. It's really weird. I think they can. Um, they can 
attempt to continue this. Um, maybe, maybe like you just keep Down a link somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Tony's got to re- regroup a little yep. bit. I don't think you can put her near Jade immediately. Jade's a little tied up. Um, but there will be something. Her Carl sheet is somewhere, so she'll come back and you know maybe you can do something. That's else. that's what I'm thinking of because like they gotta have a match. They have another thing to match after what they did um, when Sheeta was champion. Yep. Um, then IWGP United States Heavyweight Title Match. Jim Ross brings his ass out to the ring. Uh, then it's Will Osprey versus Orange Cassidy. Gotta put glasses on. Will Ospreay came and he decided he was not leaving the United Center without five stars. <laughs> Orange Cassidy has a five star match. Think so? I, I know so. Um, <laughs> this was incredible. The the counters, the near falls, the uh, just these guys hit, like having a super match, like. The, the insane working the moves baby and it was just like yeah you know um a lot, uh, yes uh, with orange cassidy indeed uh shout out to lothero negro wrestling for respect personally i wanted to see something else in the match i didn't have a problem with it being orange cassidy but you know i would have preferred seeing a different guy against will mm-hmm. however um, these guys decided, yo, you didn't need to see anybody else, Rich. Like this, this is where what it what it what it what it is. And we seen Juice Robinson do the interview. Can we talk about Juice real quick? Sure. This this man is a total gimmick. Well, yeah, he's always been a total gimmick. Look, always. That's it. Like, <laughs> okay. When have, but, when have you never? When have you not seen Juice Robinson or CJ Parker in gimmick? When right. have you not seen it? I've right. never seen him be a normal person ever. Right. Ever. Rock hard, indeed. <laughs> um <laughs> but as far as this match goes, absolutely spectacular. Yep. Only 16 minutes, 1643. Like I mentioned, uh the uh Aussie Open was outside uh taking bumps for yep. for OC and, and getting flipped on and stuff. Uh if you haven't seen this, go out of your way. This is going to be on my match of the year stuff at the end of the year most likely and yeah, I, um, this was just like, you know, like, like, like when we, I, I didn't know that we were getting this, like, you know, this is going to be that good, but, um, I shouldn't have doubted because Will Ospreay is like on another level right now. Yeah. Like he, he, what he people talking this, this wrestler of the year stuff and y'all trying to put a little short dude with a mustache over Will Ospreay. I think you need to get your eyes checked, get your, get your brain examined. So stop and, this. Yeah, and also like this isn't even close to his best match this year. Uh so uh he I'm watching a match and I'm and my bar is is the, the pack orange cask match. And then like at some point I'm like, okay, this is better. How much better? And then I wanna say probably like the last near fall, I was like, fine, fuck it, four and three quarters. <laughs> That's what I was like, fine. Like fine, like you you have this is officially four and three quarters, I've been arguing with you, and then like the match is over and I was and I was like, yeah. Damn, like, god damn, this is, like, this is a fucking comedy match. This is a comedy match. He's goofing around and doing all the goofy shit that Orange Cassie does, and, you know, they, the West Coast pop and all that. I was like, Jesus Christ, man. Like, Osprey's so good, man. Like, I, and 
I don't know how many people, you know, because I think this is a big shot in the arm for a lot of the uh, people in New Japan, for the Western fans that, you know, have left off, um, you know, once AEW and the pandemic, you know, um, popped off. But, like, this dude has been doing this for three years now um, at this level. And, like, it, it's, I, I can never get tired of the dude. I, I just can't. Um... Like he just he, everything you can want out of a, out of a pro wrestler in the ring, he do it. He he's strong as hell. He's agile as hell. He's like he 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 can brawl it out with you. Excellent striker. Like incredible bumper. Like flips. Yeah, man. He he. Yeah, that dude's just, that's that dude is like selling. And, and then with his size, that makes him like storytelling. Yeah. Yeah, like spectacular maneuvers. Yeah, and then also like you know the sequencing the, the, the rep pro match, the rep pro match, like the storytelling thing, whatever else. Like he's one of the better storytelling matches or heat matches of the of the year. Like he 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 has a um, impressive skill set as a in ring performer right now that like I don't think anyone else um, can consistently keep up with right now. Um, you know, and I, I've, I've you know. I, he he's an all time great and he's twenty nine. Like I, I don't, I don't know who you're trying like people are trying to bring up like to disparage Will, but like I stop. well I saw someone bring up Seth Rollins yeah, and I was man, like, like that's Seth, lunacy. Like this dude just had like what would be Seth Rollins' best WWE match and it was a fucking comedy match. Absolute lunacy. Um, you know. I, I I don't know what 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 the what the smoking would be you know I don't I don't know if it's the fentanyl they're hitting or or whatever but I mean like, you like what you like but like I can't there's no way that there's no way you're gonna play whatever you know uh, Will Osprey match um, top level Will Osprey match play it first and then play a Seth Rollins match behind it from his WWE career and be like oh yeah these are these are on the same level. I don't think I don't think I don't think it's even I don't, I don't mean it like so, it's not so. even and it's not even fair to Seth because like the pacing and, and the, the pacing and the striking thing is such a difference or whatever else but like nah man like there's no there is nothing that Seth Rollins has, has done in WWE that touches uh, his uh, Will's Osprey's um, main event ma- match at Russell Kingdom this year nothing if, the, if nothing. there was a if there not was a if there was a versus battle or something he would get smoked like yeah and like. <laughs> I, th- it, yeah, I mean, even a match with somebody that's like we. I mean, he's persona non grata. Like the match where he fucked up his neck in 2018, going into WrestleMania week against um Marty. Uh, against yeah. Marty. That match is a smoker. That's a five star match or whatever you want to call it. Like, like he has a bunch of those. A bunch of those. Just like Kenny said. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's, that's also hilarious. Like he's like you know clearly that he's he's being a dick and passive aggressive to, to set up this this thing like who knows when we get it i hope we get it in japan yeah that'd be awesome yeah return to the dome you know <laughs> <laughs> please i think in the next it, within the next year is happening it's got please. to please um so then up next we got zach saber jr against a mystery opponent um and then the music hits and the best music of said wrestler's career rings out. <laughs> <laughs> well, except for the time he was tagged with uh, Jack, Jack Swagger in yes. the Real Americans. But yeah, yeah outside of that, yeah. That, 
Uh, he was kind of like renting and, and licensing that music out. Yeah. It wasn't his, which yeah. is unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, but Claudio Castagnoli makes his debut um, and then proceeds to like in like 13 seconds. Like so like they were following like that high level match and they did something to immediately grab the attention of the crowd again, like where it wasn't no come down. It was like, oh, we still got to be engaged. So that was very smart of them to do that squash tease. You I know think. what it reminded me of? What? It reminded me of Orton in the RKO on uh, on Triple H at WrestleMania 25, like in the first like minute. It was like, what are you? Oh, I see what you're trying to do. You're trying to get the crowd, but obviously, like it. it it was totally different. Like, but they, but after, eventually, like, once the Sabres start slapping on you know, a million in, or a thousand different variations of the same hold, like, on the mat, like, the crowd cooled down and then they were waiting for him to make a big comeback and then he did. And they were really waiting on that swing, which, you know, they were, they were kind of disappointed that he only gave him five, but he gave him, you know, like 20 at the end of the show. They just didn't know they were going to get 20 at the end of the show. Comes out, different gear, uh, Blackpool Combat Club style uh, jacket on. Um, he's going by Claudio. Why Cesaro look like all the stuff he all the stuff he wears is like for sale at in like an apparel shop? Like he actually has his own gear. Like he sells Claudio, like body by Claudio gets you some. You want like you want some compression shorts? Got you. You I need some. Knee, you need some knee wraps for uh for you to be to do uh jerks and cleans. I got you. The the chat looking after us. Uh, we kind of gloss over the post match. Uh, oh yeah, Will yeah. Osprey. Uh, then in all oh the God, open, yeah, begin yeah. to start kicking the shit out of Orange Cassidy, and all of a sudden, like the soft piano music oh hits, my God. like, and it's like you know, uh, it's just you know, everybody's like kind of looking around. Bro, and, my eyes bugged out. I was like, "Oh, Shibata!" I, I yelled it out loud. I was like, "Oh shit, Shibata!" And then the crowd popped, and then like more people realized like that's Shibata's music, and then they started getting louder and louder. It, it was that was fun. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was um like people like jumping up and down. They were just like in absolute disbelief. Like, is it him? I I can't believe it. Like, I know this song, but there's no fucking way. Like, and it was just you know it it was awesome, man. Seeing Shibata came out there, you know, uh, Will's been doing a lot of like yapping about Shibata, basically saying he's a bitch, he's broke up, he's all this (laughs) other stuff. And he comes out, and uh, you get your angle kind of further there. I don't know if they're actually gonna put Shibata back in the ring or anything, but it's they're not. as far as like what this was, there like this was just like this was great. Like this yeah. was like it, he comes in, kicks all the ass, and um, sends the crowd. Like you know, it, it was it was real nice. Like it was it was something that was just like, damn, this is a, a I hate to say it, a moment. It was fun as hell, man. It's like someone had to clear house and was like, who was going to do it? Because Okada was already in the main event, he wasn't going to come out. So it was like, who was going to be? Right. So, it ended up being Shibata. It makes all the sense in the world. Like, yeah, I, I loved it. Um, like, you know, and, like, this is a person, like, when people talk about, like, the, you know, uh, who are these guys, blah, 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 blah. It's like, well, this is a person that, like, career effectively ended in, two, in, early, in mid or spring of 2017. Right. It's 2022 in the summer. He comes out and he's over like a god. In, in in Chicago, like pack it up. I'm done. I don't want to hear like this shit the next ever. Time- I never want to hear this shit ever again about New Japan or Jap- about Japanese wrestlers and blah 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 blah. This fucking company exists because most of the fucking top guys made names for themselves in Japan. This was a stupid premise to begin with. 
And it, and it was always like, why that? Why do we have to entertain this? Why do we have to hear this from people? You know how many minutes of so time? Long, how and how much time was it? Hours or minutes? Which one yeah. was it? Yeah, I, I, it's whatever it was. It was immediate, right? But do you know how much time we had to devote in discourse to that like dumb shit? Like, we have more than enough proof at this point. Uh, feel free to uh, send this clip out when <laughs> like clip this, do whatever you want. Like say, we're not listening to you. It is stupid. <laughs> it is dumb. Come right. to 2022 right. with us. Like this isn't like, you know, um, this isn't Dick Togo and, and Kayentai showing up in the WWF in 1997. When people have dial-up internet, like, and they're reading Pro Wrestling Illustrated, like, right. and be like, oh, I think I recognize that guy from Mitch Noku Pro. Oh, he looks like he was uh, a scrambled name in the WCW video games. We're in a different world now. Yeah. I don't know what it's going to take for people to understand this, but, yeah. like, New Japan and AEW, they're linked. It's just right. like... Pro Wrestling Noah and All Japan Pro Wrestling. It's just like All Japan Pro Wrestling and JWP. Like, it's born out of each other. Like, their roots go back together. Like, there's no getting around it. Yeah, and I think the thing is, the people that that say this are people that are obviously afraid. No, they're they're they they are WWE fans and WWE crowds. If someone outside of like an Okada, um, o- Okada, I'm sorry, Okada uh, Tanahashi comes out, may- Naito, maybe it is some issue, right? But these aren't those fans. Like, there's a reason why, like, these shows that are shitty that WWE puts on in the last couple years don't get crowds, you know, throwing beach balls and doing the wave and all that kind of shit no more. They don't get hijacked anymore because the people that actually are you know, I don't want to say real fans, but our hardcore fans or whatever else, like they have left out of that and be like, I ain't got to do this shit no more just because I love wrestling. Like there's other, there's better wrestling. I don't have to pretend to like this bad crummy wrestling that, that's going on right here anymore or mostly crummy wrestling anymore. I can leave. So like y'all have y'all wrestling. We have our wrestling. If you want to intertwine and watch both, no one's mad at either one for watching either. But like, if you're, you're in the, the zone of like, the only thing that works is what, Vision Man has been able to pull off over the last 40 years. Like, no, there's another way. There's more than one way to be successful in pro wrestling. Case in point, Shibata. <sighs> yeah, then- and also, you know what we're noticing, like, when American wrestlers come over, or, or star wrestlers that are American come over to Japan, they almost always get over. You ever notice yes. that? But like, the almost around, like, but but the other way around, it doesn't. It's almost as if it is a WWE fan conditioning problem. <laughs> Look, uh, Kanosuke Takeshita came out to crickets, and then they saw the man work, and it was like, oh, he's made now. Like, right. and, and it's, it's like just a lot more uh, willingness to accept people. Like, and I guarantee you, like, if you're good, uh, you're good. Period. If you're good, you're good. Uh, and also that speaks to the New Japan exposure, like being different from like, say, the DDT exposure or something right. like that. Yes, but like so. people are doing the questioning of the New Japan people. Like they're asking, who is Tanahashi? Like, are people going to know who Tanahashi Yes, they're going to know who Tanahashi yeah. is. Like, who, who is this person that has sold out buildings, uh, you know, for for over a decade? 
A guy that drew 40,000 once. Who is this guy? Right. Who is this guy that sold 40,000? Who the fuck has done that? This hasn't been in WWE in our lifetimes. Like, few a few of them work for New Japan Pro Wrestling and AEW. Like... <laughs> And what do you be like? Well, you'd be like, okay, so you say like uh, Tanahashi, Omega, um, Kobashi, I guess at some point, probably, right? Yeah. Like some eight. Like, what are you saying? Like, I, I get what you're trying to say, but there's no way you can get around it without teasing it. It's like you think there's somebody's racism that's getting in the way, whether it's yours or it's the fans, and just say that and leave us the fuck alone, please. Um. <sighs> Claudio Castagnoli, uh, like I met, mentioned before, um, like and then they they start with that uh, that squash tease in the beginning. Then it breaks down and they have a hell of a match. Um, <laughs> no shocker there. Like <laughs> you know, I said a lot of things about uh, Mister Castagnoli last week. But where, you, but you know what you did though? You said while saying that he's also one of the best wrestlers I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Right. I said, absolutely phenomenal wrestler. I, ha- I have no qualms about the man's wrestling ability. I'm not under any delusion. Nothing. Like, it's just like, all right, like, I'm just fi- figuring, like, where, you know, like, there's just so many guys. There's so many guys, not, not enough spots. Is But I guess, you know, people talk about roster bloat and the roster being so bloated. That bloated roster is saving them right now while all these people are injured and on the shelf and all that. Because what do you do? Next man up. And this was like the personification of next man up. Yep. It wasn't Brian Danielson, but it was Claudio Casanoli. Like it great in a whole different way. And yeah. um might not be the greatest wrestler ever, but it might be like the most talented dude I've ever seen in the ring. <laughs> we can we can swap those out. The most physically gifted person I've maybe ever seen in the ring, like when it comes to strength, speed, and size. Yeah, sure. Okay. There's a lot of opponents. Uh, he mentioned uh, in the press conference uh, possibly wanting to run it with Kenny. Uh, he also mentioned, I think it was Orange Cassidy, if I'm not mistaken. I would um, love that match. Yeah. So, like, anybody that's a high flyer, cool. Uh, anybody that's a hoss, cool. Anybody yes. that's, a, that's a super wrestler or a super worker, cool. Um, anybody want to brawl, cool. Like, <laughs> hangman, cool. Bring him in. Like, I would love for that. You know, like, to like you know do that but yeah. um i don't you know so blackpool combat club he he joins that he gets a win over saber so he's in blood and guts wednesday mm-hmm. so he's got a uh you know a nice uh launch into the company yep yep um in like you know, he probably takes basically like the same exact spot that um whatever was going to happen in the blow up between Danielson and um, Kingston that may have happened storyline wise, like it just transfers over to Claudio. Yes, because he because Kingston also apparently has some old country beef with Daniel or sorry yeah, with Claudio too. Yep. So, so there you go. Man. And also same thing like Moxie still has the same like you know admiration and friendship and kinship or whatever you want to call it with uh, with Claudio that he has with with Danielson probably more like yeah man he uh you know that book like he's like gushing about Claudio. So, um, then we got the IWGP World Heavyweight Title Match: Jay White taking on Adam Cole, Adam Page, and Kazushka Okada. Uh, these entrances felt big time. Um, it was just like, man, uh, like the the commentary when uh, that was putting over Okada was, was awesome. I did catch that part. Um, 
just seeing how, how these guys were received. Um, the crowd like going absolutely apeshit. Jay White was hyping up the crowd. When, when do you ever see that? Um, in the beginning of a match, Adam Cole was getting people to crank up. Okada was telling people to crank up. Like it was like uh, it felt like a really big match environment. Um, when Gato showed up, I was like, "This is off." I was fucking you, I was like, this dying. Is, when I this saw is Gato. A, this is an authentic New Japan Pro Wrestling experience. Uh, oh. So yeah, I, I was. Yeah, man. Um, one thing I would note is like they put the belt on. on oh, that Jay- coin drop pop, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it exists. Oh yeah. So um, <laughs> I was. Uh, he comes out, or sorry, Okada comes out, and he gets the biggest pop of of the four by far. And it's like, I hope y'all really didn't put this belt on Jake White because y'all thought a white man needed to get off. <laughs> in fucking America to make this shit work because Okada's over like a god here too um so yeah um what do you think of the match though or do you want to go through the match um I thought the match was good and then like the finish like handicapped it because obviously Cole got his head bust or something happened yeah Um, I I popped when um well one I started the timer because I was like all right how how long until Jay White does something it took I think it was uh it was like 80 seconds it's 80 uh-huh. seconds. So, um, not not as bad as, you know, some G1 things. But uh, but it was a four-way. So, but, um, yeah, Okada does the, uh, you know, the the dive over the barricade, which, you know, authentic New Japan for wrestling experience. You get in big match, Okada, you get the dive. Yeah. Uh, and then, pretty much for me, it was like, I was just waiting, like, when are you going to clear the ring and I can get my, my Okada hangman. Um, and mm-hmm. I got my Okada hangman. I wish I had more of it, but I got what I got, and I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I I went four stars on this one just because like I felt we we kind of got robbed of the whole finishing sequence, whatever was gonna happen. So um, you know that was about as good as I could go with it. I was I was thinking short of four. Yeah, and White retains uh, paying Adam Cole. Uh, there was a, you know they did break down into combat against each other at uh, different points in the match. Thought Hangman looked great in there. Um, it, you know when he came out, it was like. Let's fucking ride. Like, let's go. Yeah. Like, and I also enjoyed the story where, like, Hangman and Okada are trying to take take out the hills so they can finally get to each other. Mm-hmm. So it's like, Okada takes Jay White, Paige takes Cole, and it's like, you take your asshole, I'll take mine until we, we can finally get in the <laughs> ring and do this. I enjoyed that part of, of the story. I, I thought we were going to get a, an appearance from Kenny here, but we did not. Uh, yeah. I thought I thought there was gonna be either you know put him on a platform, let him watch the match, or he was gonna like walk out <laughs> after the match and you know come out for somebody like even whether it was you know to stare down Jay White when he walked away like to take a look at Cole or Hangman like I, I didn't know what was going on but uh, this would have been the spot but apparently not so he did not show up uh, at that point I threatened to walk out the theater and go home but I you know cooler has prevailed. Um, <laughs> After that, uh, it, it was main event time. Uh, AW interim world title match: John Moxley versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. And the ace is forever the ace. Uh, I don't care if he lost. Uh, we already knew what score was on that. I think we all tried to, um, you know, like talk ourselves into something happening. We were rooting like hell uh, for Tanahashi. I know I was at least, and. This was another. If, if you believe Hiroshi Tanahashi is the greatest wrestler of all time, right? Him turning Mox, getting Moxley booed against him in America 
like just proving like he like he's just the greatest babyface in the world. So inspiring. Like that's a great argument for you. Um, it sure is. <laughs> like <laughs> he's forty five years old. He's holding on to what he has left by a thread. Like he can turn up. He looks old sometimes um, d- during the during the lead up matches. Sometimes he even looks old on the the, the big matches. But he didn't not not tonight. Not tonight. He was there. He was fighting with all he had. They went about eighteen minutes or so. So they didn't they didn't necessarily do like a thirty five minute epic or anything. They didn't need to. Yeah, uh, and, and looking at the match times all throughout the show were a lot of sixteen minutes, eighteen minutes, thirteen minutes. Like one match went over twenty minutes, and it was the IWGP title match. So um, shocker. Um, <laughs> but um, Moxley, especially with Jay and, White, yeah, yeah. Moxley and Tanahashi uh, got in there. They did their thing and. It felt like a big match. Like Moxley comes out with his new hoodie on there. Tanahashi has his, you know, his joint, and everybody goes. He gets the last entrance, which I thought was pretty cool for days. It's kind of like a like uh, some kind of difference uh, to Tanahashi. Almost, I wanted it to happen. The crowd was living and dying with Tanahashi. Um, I was puzzled how Mox got got blood off a off a sling blade, but Same apparently here. there was. There was a hard. It may have been a hard way, but if it wasn't, I I am rolling my eyes. I'm like, stop with it. stop it, Mox, stop. I gotta rewatch it to see if it's a, if it was actually a hard way. I, I have a hard time believing it because he caught a sling blade immediately rolled out. The camera cut away the whole time, and then they cut back and he's bleaking buckets. Right. Um. said Mox is always gonna bleed. I respect it. So like. How far do is it before we get into Codyism? Because he believes just as much as Cody ever did. Um, I don't think it's as much of a problem because his matches are actually hard hitting and physical, and like it's not like sh- shenanigans all the goddamn time. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, I think the thing for uh, I think I, the rate the rate of of it happening uh, is a problem of doing it that often. Um, but if your matches are actually physical and believable, as opposed to like you know. The, the, how do I say this? The territory shit. Then, then it's not. You know, it seems less hokey. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I could think of was maybe they clocked heads on the on the sling blade or something. Maybe. But yeah, and that's a, that feels like a stretch. But. I want to. I want to. I want to go back and see it. If it's it, you know, I got. I want to go back and see this because like I, I couldn't even make heads or tails of where he was cut at either. Yeah. So. Um, Look, he was cut at, at you know from here to here like you normally would when you're <laughs> blading. <laughs> but um, as far as Tanahashi, yeah, when he slapped Moxley, I felt like the building was shaking. Um, and when he kicked it one, I was like, "Oh my god!" Yes, yes. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. Um, I yeah, this was phenomenal. To also, uh, I'm going four and a half on this one, and I, I think like, I'm going four and a half on that one too. Yeah, and it was like this is a, such a fucking excellent show. He's excellent wrestlers. Moxley wins the title, uh, of course, and you know we're we're off with him uh, running it. And uh, you think about wrestler of the year, like he's got to be up there as well. Um, you think about like you know his road back to you know from you know being out at the end of last year, and he hits the ground fucking running this year, and he's on fire. And now he's going to get to be champ again in front of fans, actually, this time, which is really cool for him. Um, They've got this angle with him and, you know, the Jericho Appreciation Society that kind of started 
you know, bubbling in his own world and it's just got heated up, heated up, heated up, heated up even more. Um, and then now it, there looks like there's going to be some type of Moxley Jericho TV match this summer for the belt or something. Um, Kingston has been in this. Do we have any clue how long Punk is out for? No. Because if this thing goes like multiple months and it's time to do a match, like let's say if this goes to, if this go if this doesn't happen at all out, mm-hmm. right? Um, like, hell, even if it gets to all out, um, like, people ain't gonna want Mox to come off this fucking belt. And the um, ratings wrestling and the promos he's gonna have with the blunt guts thing he's about to do with what seemed as you mentioned the Jericho thing it could be in the back pocket. His unit. The unit. Yeah, they're not gonna want CM Punk. They're, they're, it's gonna be you know people that were talking about the you know the Hangman thing. It's John fucking Moxley. Like it. Like Hangman's not the or he's not gonna be a Hangman situation where like he's not gonna be on TV. He's gonna be on TV every week. Uh, if he's not wrestling, having a, a good ass match, he's gonna be cutting a fucking uh, hitting a two run. I'm sorry, hitting a home run or hitting a, a standing double uh, off the wall uh, in, a, in a promo situation. Like seeing Punk come back, would be like, "Nah, bro, you gotta go earn this shit again." All right, Punk's gonna have to turn. Maybe, and he's gonna have to he's gonna have to take FTR with him. Like, um, <laughs> 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 uh, but. Uh, I was I was watching this show and I was like, man, thank God CM Punk didn't have to follow everything that was on this show. He would have been fucked. I mean, he'd been. I mean, it'd have been you know as Jim Ross calls him, Japanese Bret Hart versus you know one be Bret Hart. I think the match still would have been great. As good as this, probably not, but it would have been great. I think it would have had a four star match. Man, Forbidden Door, all time show. Um, and show to your candidate for sure, probably the the clubhouse leader at this point. I, I'd have to go back and I have to go back <laughs> and think about it and rewatch it and give actual ratings out or whatever else. And also, uh, because now Forbidden Door is closed for now, um, and there's you know we have like 19 days until the G1 starts. So I'm going to go back and rewatch much stuff. So I need to go back and watch the live copy of or TV copy of Revolution um, and a few other things. But like. I mean, for me, I think I, I got three shows on a tier to themselves, like easily by themselves. Uh, night two of the Stardom um, World Climax show um, from March 27th, Revolution, and this show. Those are the three shows on a tier to themselves. I don't I, yeah. I don't think whatever else is four and five, whatever else, I don't think they're as close to, to those t- uh, three shows I just mentioned. Yeah. Uh, another, like, if you think about the, the temperature going out of this show than it was coming in, uh, there was a lot of, you know, the hyper criticism was on another level um, with everything going into this show. Um, and it was like, well, like I mentioned, the people that were preying on the, the show's downfall that, you know, were called themselves big New Japan fans and, uh, you know, some people with large podcast audiences uh, that, that feed them this bullshit uh, that were rooting on the downfall of the show. It's like, yeah, man, like, I'm a new, J- I'm a new Japan. I'm a new Japan. I'm gonna call them new Japan. I'm a new Japan fan. And what I'm going to root for is for the Western expansion to crumble in pieces. What? I don't get it. They run, they tour here. 
you, you only want to see like Ishii and, and Suzuki just show up like during G1 season in the future and no one else to ever come over here? That's what you want? You never want to see them in person. Okay. Right. Like they they, they wanted they wanted everything to go wrong so they could blame it on TK, right? But when everything goes goes right on it, I bet you they asses is lining up trying to trying to hop in on on, on the credit, you know, like make sure everybody credited properly. It's like, bro, stop the stop the cap, stop the fuckery, and like you know, um, I, I say all that to say like with the build, obviously when you're working with New Japan, you got to take on New Japan's scheduling and ideas of rollouts and stuff like that. Yep. This isn't anything that's for really too familiar in AEW's history. They've added matches in the last week, maybe like one or two matches, but usually it's locked in ahead of time right. a lot. Um, and I think this reset is going to be very kind to them because they've they've got an injury situation they got to address, but that gives them a little bit of a chance to elevate some folks. I think New Japan picked up a lot of momentum in America. I think People are going to want to check out more Clark Connors. Uh, people are already into Jay White. Uh, they're going to want to watch Will, of course, more than that. Um, yeah. And I think I think Will's the, the biggest winner of all of this because I think so. Yeah, yeah, because like everyone, you know, a lot of people already know Okada. A lot of people already know Tanahashi. People have heard Osprey and they think of the fucking goofy gifts of when he was sixteen, when he was you know in two thousand sixteen, and that Super Junior stuff, and they haven't seen him as a as a main event level wrestler um so i think i think him coming over here and having those matches he had on dynamite and rampage and this like, like what a run yeah yeah um so and this is just like a wrestlemania week for him right 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 <laughs> he got weeks week off like, like he had several days off between all this shit <laughs> right like, it's supposed to have to have wrestled like two times in one day or three times in one day yeah. Yeah. So I, I think AEW picked up a lot. I think New Japan picked up a lot. And um, going out of it, they've got a lot to work with on both sides. So, yeah. Um, and obviously the groundwork laid for whenever yeah. Forbidden Door 2 is yeah. bring yeah. it on. Yeah. Um, now, as far as like uh, the future, like just we're, we're, we're always going to be good as long as we never bring House of Torture around ever. Correct. Never bring like, them like, around. Do you, do you notice what was not on the show? Right. No Yano. Yano Yano was in the stands. Like the fan, like you and I. Yeah. So um no no you know like keep that bullshit where it is. No fale. Yeah. 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 So none of that. Um so anyway, um I guess James, it is time to hit the music. Okay, so Stardom Fight in the Top 2022. A very good show. Um, six matches on the card. I would say that five matches are good. I would say that four matches are very good. And I would say the the last three matches are variations of great. Um, uh, start from the top. Uh, you have the opener through a match. Unagi versus Waka versus Rowaka. This Waka. match should have been on the pre-show, but it was not because they only had six matches, so they were forced to have to put this on the card. And um, 
it just was not good enough for an opener. Like this is an insult to Hannon and 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 Azumi and all and and the and their their two legacies all time. Uh, you know, carriers of the opener and stardom stardom lure on pay per view. Um, I was disappointed in that. Uh, but it did at the end. Um, Rowaka ends up beating um Waka. And um, it did have a storyline beat um, in the press conference. Waka, uh, uh, sorry, Unagi said to Waka, like, I want to see what your feelings are. And she didn't go into detail what the feelings were. Um, but after taking another loss, um, the Cosmic Angels' frustration with Waka has boiled over in the, in the sense of um, Unagi. Uh, looks at her, looks at Waka at the end and is going to walk away and just without helping her out out of the ring or helping her to the back just walk away and then she got halfway up the aisle or a quarter away up the aisle and then thought different it was like what the hell am I doing this is this is my sister I love her and then she helped her and Waka saw it and Waka was like she was hurt she was hurt that like Unai was going to walk away on her um, but uh but that, but that was uh, it for that match. But I mean, it, it, I mean, it's it's one of the worst matches in Stardom this year. Like house show, uh, road two, if you will, Cork and Hall ballroom show, pay per view. It was one of the worst some matches in Stardom this year. Like I gave it, I gave it one and a half. I think yeah, it was it was stinker. Um, uh, no, I'm sorry, yeah. I, I, I take it back. I gave it one and three quarters. You know, it was a little bit better than what than, than absolute trash, but still a bad match. Substandard uh, conditions. Yes, yes, yes. Like this one, this will not be happening. Like uh, you, you know, the jokes when people talk about we used to be a proper country. Like we used to be a proper promotion, and like show a picture of Azumi and Hannon right there. Uh, so uh, announcement uh, after the first match, like you normally do. Uh, they gave all the dates for the five star Grand Prix. Um, it is uh, as you mentioned, as you as we already know, like similar to last year, first two shows are um, or same weekend pay per views um, during Oda City Gym. Uh, the final is October first. We already knew that, but they mentioned all the dates, and then they also uh, state that there will be a pay per view in the middle of the uh, sh- of the of the tournament this year. Um, I don't know the details of if it's actually tournament match or if it's similar to. Um, the thinking of 2020 with like it's going to be a pay per view like right next to it and or whatever else or in the middle of it, but um, it is I think October or not October but uh, August 21st is a pay per view. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's the ad- attitude. But they have all the dates and I think it's like I think it comes out to depending on if this pay per view has five star or not, it comes out to either 21 or 22 dates. So um, yeah. Uh, so then uh, next match you have. Uh, Stars, B Team Star versus B Team Queen's Quest, Ida and or sorry, uh, Giant Saya and uh Kogo versus Lady C and Amasaki. Uh Ida and Sieg in the ring and they start trading off chops. And I gotta say, uh <sighs> Lady C is five nine, five ten, and she's throwing these chops against Saya. And Saya's all of four nine and like, who do you think had the more set, louder sounding and more impressive chops, Rich? Um, yeah, it, Saeeda was sounding <laughs> off, uh, if I can say so myself. <laughs> she was lighting CS up with them chops, boy. Oh my god. Indeed. Um, uh, yeah, uh, but 
Lady Claudio did indeed make an appearance, though. Yes, <laughs> yes, you sexed me that earlier today. Are you seeing me that? You called her Lady Claudio. Yeah, Lady Caesar hit the uh, the big swing. Who did she hit the big swing on? It was it was it Ina? I think it was Kogo. Yeah, yeah, that makes more sense. It was Kogo. So uh, not that she can't do it to either one of them, but it makes more sense. But uh, ultimately, at the end, uh, Ida ends up um, getting Lady C with a disarmor, and then uh, and then she she rolls her eyes in the back of her head like 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 uh, like Nagata. Um, like a, a few before she came back from knee injury, she was at some like uh, she did some public appearance with Nasco Tora, some interview thing, some Q and A thing, like uh, or whatever else with fans, and like. For some reason, like she was almost like playing like um, charades for wrestlers, and then she mm-hmm. did the the you know the disarmor and the eye roll thing like Yuji Nagata, and I was like, and it was and she put it on uh, and they put it on social media because it was funny, and I thought oh that's funny, and then sure enough months later she does it to win a match, so that, I guess that's her new submission finisher. Um, so yeah, that's what, that's uh, that's what it is. So next match you end up having um, Mina Shirakawa versus Himeka. Very good match. Um, I don't... I wasn't expecting this. Like, obviously the match is Mina needs to toughen up to try to um, take on Hameka, the giant. And then, like, she does her... You know, she comes out with, like, the... Almost like the, the Daniel-san uh, head, head, you know, yes. towel thing. Um, and then, like... Cause it, you know, selling new merch, obviously. And then... As she does her pose, you know, to get in the ring, Hameka just runs up behind her with, with a, one of her towels, one of those new Mina merch towels, and, and smothers her with the fucking towel. And then they're off to the races. Then uh, Mina starts Should've working on Should have put the ether on it like uh, Undertaker and Giant Gonzalez at WrestleMania 9. You know, it, it would have been more effective. <laughs> Maybe. But uh, Mina is able to get her wits about her, and she starts going to work on uh, with drop kicks and work on the leg, and Hameka is... is really you know selling knee damage really badly and like Mina keeps getting figure fours keeps getting another figure four keeps getting another four you're like okay eventually Hameka's gonna break and then she after she gets the third one you're like oh my god Hameka's Hameka's done for and (laughs) and then Mina she 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 goes for a move and Hameka like escapes and then beats Mina with her own fucking flash finish the glorious or the glamorous collection Mina and gets out of there, and then, and then Mecca just, just, just the biggest shit eating grin. Like, yeah, you fucked up my leg, but I still got you, and I beat you with your own move. And Mina is like, I don't know, I won't say she's beside herself, but she's she's really disappointed. She's really disappointed. Yeah. This was uh, uh, this was an interesting match in the hierarchy. Like wondering because you know Mecca had a, sh- a title shot a few months ago. Right. Mina's kind of you know in the middle, so yep. it was like I wonder who's gonna win go and with get a title here. shot, right? Yeah, and they, they went with Hameka, so I was like, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, same here. Um, I, I mean, whatever. I, th- I think I think you know this is a match that um uh, is more of in retrospect now looking at it is more of a match of like. We got to fill this card up with something. Let's give them to you know. Let's give them to you know upper mid carters and mid carters in a in a special singles match or whatever else, and let them have their thing. And they have their they could tell their story of their friendship before um, they ended up in stardom, and and also with you know the Donna Del Mondo. I'm sorry, uh, Mahima Poi, Cosmic Angels thing. And like I thought the match success, I ended up giving it three and a half. I I really enjoyed this match. Um, so um, 
then from there, you end up getting the uh, third match from the top. Uh, Saki, Momo, and Kid defending their trios titles versus uh, God's Eye, Shuri, uh, Ami, and Mirai, and Julia, Micah, and Mai of Nando Mondo. And I thought this match was very good, uh, but... I, they utilize the they they utilize the uh, the over the top rope eliminations as a as a get out of jail free card. Like when they when you start your match and you have the three biggest stars being um, Kid and Julia and Shuri and you all take them off the table as the first three eliminations. They eliminate all together. It kills. It saps a lot of the drama out for me. Like, I was like, okay, now the JV squads take it, and it's like, right. all right. And the next thing you know, you get. Um, I think Momo threw out Mike, Micah, and then like Momo immediately gets thrown and out Mariah. too. Yeah, Mariah. Yeah, uh, and then you know, and then it comes down to uh, Ami. Basically, the final two is Ami and Saki, and it's like, oh, I already know what's about to happen. I know about to happen. Like Ami's about to like wreck shop with her. She's gonna sell like a rag doll, and then she's go- then when it's time for the moment of truth, she's gonna hit her with you know the revival flash crucifix pin, and sure enough. Um, and like you know, eventually, whenever they lose the uh, the trios titles, it'll be Saki that gets pinned. Um, Saki but, just decided everybody would stand down. That's what you said that again. That's what Saki just decided everybody was staying down. What do you mean? Like with, with her roll up, she like me. I'm roll you up. Okay. Roll you up. Okay, gotcha. I'm yeah, deciding she, to finish. She got. Did she get two eliminations or three eliminations with that? I can't remember. Two. Yeah, two. Okay. Was it the final two? The final two. It was the final two. Yeah. So, like, she has the she has the the biggest gun in in the collection, uh, or, or on the uh, on the range. So yeah, uh, very good match. A lot of people like this match more than I do. So maybe I'm giving it a short thrift, and maybe I'm thinking too much of the part where it's like the biggest stars that can take it out of it. But um, I still thought it was a very good match. I probably give it like um, high threes probably, um, and then. Some main event: Tam Nakano versus Natsupoi in a steel cage match, where the rules are that uh, you must escape the cage to win, but you must get a pinfall uh, first in order to escape the cage. And if you get interrupted, um, you must reset and start fighting again to get another uh, pinfall. Um, now. Generally, when you watch Japanese wrestling shows, there are multiple intermissions of, of various uh, durations. Um, they already had like a, like the skeleton uh, or the spine of the cage set up around the ring, and no one really did too much top flat, top rope stuff or stuff out over the top to the floor to avoid that to get around that. But the show was still very good up to this point. Um, so, as they go to intermission to set this thing up. They then show the elaborate video package of their ups and downs, starting from you know when they first met each other all the way to set up to this match, and it goes over um, Tam Levin's uh, um, act rest girls, Netsboy uh, arriving in stardom, their match uh, for the white belt in April of uh, last year, and they show parts of that match where they beat the shit out of each other and humiliate each other by throwing water on each other on that stuff, and me and Rich, that, me and Rich, that was one of me and Rich's favorite matches in stardom last year, um, and showed them, you know, going at it and, you know, tags and trios, whatever else, and then showed them 
doing these interviews, voiceovers, talking about you know what how they feel about each other at different points and. And you can see in like they're in this nice room with nice lighting and they're hitting, you know, it's them and they're these two cute girls, pretty girls, and they're dressed like immaculately and their hair is just let you know, fried dyed, laid to the side and all to the nines and all that stuff as they're saying all this. And they're doing a video package and like it's you know, it's probably like close to ten minutes. So then then way longer than that, but maybe it was longer than that. I don't know. I mean they played they played <laughs> I, I didn't like a count. Like it was yeah. like Video package, part of the match, more video package. Right, <laughs> right. Um, so then, then this, then they leave the video package, and the establishing shot is the steel cage, and then um, they do the entrances, and um, then they get in the ring and and everything, and then the bell rings, and they're both in their corners, and the crowd is hot, and they're clapping, um. And then the crowd gets quiet because they're standing in their corners, and I was, and obviously I'm, I'm thinking of like Fujita and Shizaki. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, but you know, eventually they they both meet in the middle of the ring and they just stare at each other for a while, and then they, it is almost like uh like they're looking at each other and they're just getting angrier and angrier and angrier, and then they both grab each other by the hair and then they just start fucking just to the ground, roll out to the ring and, and they're in or roll out of or not out of the ring, but out to the apron and they're based up both up against the cage. And then they start, they start, um, Tam starts, you know, throwing her into the cage face first, raking her face and rubbing her face like a cheese grater against the cage is gross. Um, then at some point, um, that's what returns a favor. They start hitting each other, or Tam starts at, uh, hitting her before the uh, Nats boy got advantage. Started hitting her with close fist punch on the on the mat. Um, so Nats boy gets her advantage or whatever else and rakes her face against the uh, Tam's face against the cage. And they got they got the camera right on, and you just see it just completely just cheese grating Tam's face. Tam's face turns red, and starts swelling up. Um, then uh, Nats boy hits a uh, hits a flash fall and starts to sprint up the ropes. Or uh, to get out the uh, out of the cage, Tam cuts her off um, and takes her down by doing basically a back body drop, where they both come sliding and, and, and scraping down the edge of the cage. Um, Tam gets her own flash finish. Uh, Nats Boy cuts that off by uh, basically germining her off the top rope. Uh, Tam takes a lands on her head, uh, or she flips but lands on, on her basically on uh, her. She almost like headbutt or sorry forehead hits the the canvas. Um, then they both, uh, try to hit each other with, uh, their own suplexes. They both escape their own suplex. They hit each other with each other's suplex, uh, whether it's Tam's tiger suplex or it's uh nasty boy straight jacket suplex. Um, they both get kicks, kick outs out of that. Um, nasty boy gets a fall. I forgot how she gets her fall. She goes up, uh, and Tam cuts her off. They both climb up to the top of the cage they're both they both get to the top of the cage and they're both sit, seated on the top of the cage and they change a, a slap battle they keep slapping back and forth back and forth they both end up uh double slapping each other they both f- crash down and, and fall down from the top of the cage to the canvas um then uh basically from that point is like <laughs> tam is big sister nats boy's little sister and Big Sister's just like, I've had enough, and just just progressively beats the shit out of Nats Boy, worse and worse and worse. After all the stuff I already explained, worse and worse and worse. And, like, Nats Boy just will not go down. She will not stay down. She will not die. 
she uh, hits her with her uh, Tam hits Natsupoi with her um, Twilight Dream suplex and then tries and then looks at Natsupoi just basically like in a heap and goes to take a step back to go climb up the ropes like it's over and then Natsupoi turns over and then grabs at Tam's leg and tries to you know still try to fight Tam slaps her down picks her up hits her with the, or it holds her up in like the violent screwdriver position for forever and then goes up and then drops her and it's just like devastating um she's fucking murdered she's dead and gets the pin and then she goes and then Tam crawls up the or crawls to the cage crawls to the cage crawls up the cage and Nassipoy fucking is already back crawling up after her scraping and crawling to her Tam is like I can't fucking believe this she um Nassipoy gets up on the top rope and by Tam um they're by a corner Tam Nassipoy so beat up that she can't even fight back she just I'm here I'm, I'm, I'm just here and Tam just fuck it uh, puts her in a drag hangs her from a from a dragon sleeper until that's probably like life the life gives out of her and then once her life is out of her she drops and then Tam looks down at her and is like fuck and then she uh, and she's you know she's still like between the ropes that's probably down Tam climbs down and, and crashes down halfway because she's so exhausted she gets she kind of comes to her comes to her her senses or whatever else she looks up at, into the ring and she's right next to that boy who's like her fucking carcass is like right next to her she like oh my god i've beaten this woman to death and like she like give me the key because uh this this cage has uh both sides have doors that are padlocked she's like give me the give me the cosmic angels key to her side she runs in she checks on that boy to see if i did i murder this woman like have we gone too far um and that and um you know, Natsupoi turns out to, you know, because she's tough as fucking iron. She's like, you didn't kill me. I'm still alive. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Tam says, you know, you, you know, we say we're going to do a series of uh, two matches, this cage match and the match at Kurokan Hall, um, which is actually going on uh, probably a couple hours from now because uh, it happens this morning. And she's like, look, we, we don't have to, we don't have to, we don't have to do this. Um... We don't have to do this. Like, we don't have to have a second match. This is fine. Nats boy's like, you're out of your fucking mind. We're doing this. We're doing this in a couple days. Get ready. Or whatever else. And, like, then, uh, you know, uh, they, they take her off. I don't know if they, I don't know why they didn't get, like, one of those, like, you know, stretcher deals or whatever else. Hauls mm-hmm. her off. Tam comes out. She she gets down. Like, all of Cosmic Angels in tears with her. And she walks to the back. And I was like, God damn, like, I I don't know what to do with this match. This match is great in, like, one of the... Go ahead. This match was depressing as fuck. How so? Bro, like, it was just, like, it was so heavy. Like, Uh I've, I've heard of this thing that, I don't know if you've come across it on Twitter, called Tam's Road, or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know if this is, uh, I guess people are linking a lot of like her, her super emotional, heavy matches together. Like I watched this match and Uh I was not aware of Tam's road. And then I discovered it after. And I was like, I feel like I instantly know what this is. Like the wrestling parts in this match. I like them a -hmm. lot. Like I like when they were, you know, doing the wrestling parts. And then every time they would break down into 
their I'm going to stand in front of you and look like I'm going to kiss you or we're going to fight. Oh, we're actually going to fight. And it was like four different times. I was like, what the fuck is this? And then like the um, when they were sitting on top of the cage, I was like, what the fuck is this? And then when she kills her at the end and then she gets back in, I'm like, I felt so bad for Nespoy. And I was just like, this is depressing. Like, this is just so much. It was like, <laughs> like, 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 like what the fuck is this? Okay. I was like, like, bro, it was, it was so, so dramatic. Like, as far as like, um, like it was like, very almost, dramatic, very almost, dramatic. Almost unnecessarily dramatic. It was like, I, I like what y'all, y'all wrestle. Like y'all doing all this, like, like and some of like the rolling around spots, like they were hopping on top of each other. Like, bro, it just looked weird. Like, <laughs> like I, I was watching. I was like, I feel like the like the parts of this match are good. Obviously, like the the escalations. I I didn't like the rules. Like, I didn't like the the pin thing. And then like they only, I know they they did the thing like it was an I quit match to establish like, hey, this is the rule. Like, you know, uh, I'll do a roll up and then the person will take off running. I was like, whatever. So I just tried not to think about that. Oh, I know but, what you mean the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. But um, she fucking murdered her with that violent screwdriver. Yeah. Uh, and then when she got up and she like hung her up after, I was just like, yo, this is a lot. Like, <laughs> This is like this is this is a lot, man. Like, see like, the thing, the thing. Like, do we it, need to send? Does Tam need help, James? Like, do, do we need to send her to like talk to somebody? Why is she so violent? I, I, it maybe like what you know. Why does she have like you know? I don't know. And then like when she got back in the cage, it was like, all right, what's going on, man? Just just walk, just walk to the back, man. I think they're playing on the part where like they both very much care about each other. But Nasapoy is so, um, she just won't forgive Tam. I think that's I think that's the main thing. Like it just, she was heartbroken. It, I mean, it's not too much different from what happened with like the Julia in um, in Suzuki story, except like it it hasn't been able to like fully be you know formed as fully fleshed out um, and started so far as it is here. Whereas like we were aces somewhere, and then you left me behind. And, like, I'm here now, and, like, I don't want to be friends with you. I fucking hate your guts. You broke my heart. You left me. You left our promotion. I'm here now because our promotion isn't, like, you know, isn't either working or is defunct now because you left. In part because you left. Uh, And I'm mad, and I'm angry, and, like, and you left me, and I'm hurt. And, like, like, whatever, you know, amends you think you want to do. I don't really care for it right now. Maybe over time, who knows? I don't know. But like, I think they care about each other. But like at the same time, like I just mentioned, like I'm, she's still mad. And Tam's like, well, like I can only say I'm sorry so much. And, and like, don't get it wrong. I get emotion in wrestling. Like you're talking to the same guy that like, you know, when Matt Jackson looked at Heyman and then Heyman. This is teen drama. Kenny, this is teen drama drama. Or, like, bro, this was like uh, soap opera drama. Yeah. This was like four or five of those like those looks in the eyes before he does the finish like in the same match though. Like, I was like, <laughs> yo, like, <laughs> like, like, what are you? What is your real problem? Do y'all want to be together? Like, like, are y'all supposed to be together too? Like, like Eminem would say, you know, P.S. We supposed to be together too? Like, it's Stan. Like, like, what, what's going on here? 
I think I, th- I think that's a part of it. Like, uh, I mean, I don't know how long this like, I goes. I don't have the translations. I'm just working off what's on the screen. I think what I think once we get the translation, we'll get a better idea of exactly what they're going for. But like, just going off the body expression, like I could, I mean, it's super heavy. Like, it, it it's definitely stylistic. Like, if you are not into this, you could be very put off by this. If you are into this, you think it's the greatest thing ever. I'm somewhere in the middle of it compared to what I've seen. Like. Yeah, people, people, people gave this. A lot of people think this is like a match of the year contender. I'm like, nah. I think it's very great, but not there. Um, yeah. But I, yeah, I became aware of the Tams Road thing, and uh, shouts out to Velkage and and uh, and JML who was talking about it on Twitter, and I was like, I get it. I, I was like, I understand now. Like, <laughs> I was like, this is it. Yeah. Um, I think personally. As far as the grudge stuff with uh, Tam, um, I think I, I think they should tell her to not go twenty five minutes or over twenty five minutes. I think that if you like, you look at her matches like with say, um, remember the Mina match, the, the crazy Mina match. Yeah, but yeah, but that is crazy Mina. That's not. <laughs> I don't think that's a Tam instruction because <laughs> also Tam also Mina brought that shit out again. Um, oh. But yeah, uh, she brought yeah she brought it against Mariah in the opening round of a uh, Cinderella tournament this year. But yeah, like, um, I I think that they need to tell her like if you're going to have some super emotionally supercharged uh, heated match, like go 20 minutes or less. Don't go 25. Don't go 30. Like the Mayu match or whatever else. Because like, well, the Mayu match is mostly people pissed because it didn't have a finish. But whatever. Um, but yeah, like. I think from a storytelling perspective, like if you're into the melodrama of wrestling, if you're into like Shawn Michaels matches or Triple H matches or Gargano matches, I would say check this out. I think you'll get you'll love the fuck out this match. Uh, if you want to see if you want to see the women uh, just beat the fuck out of each other relentlessly at nonstop action, this isn't a, a Nanai Takahashi match. It's not. Um, yeah. But like I think either way, like. I don't. I don't know if you can come away with any, any of the other scenario. Not thinking like these women beat the fuck out of each other, and this was like a great match. I, how great is what you come down to it? Like, so I don't know. Um, but I, I, I I'm I'm like very up in the air. I, I have no idea how to rate this. None. Like it was just like Zach says. Did Tam look at her hands? I, I no, mean, she Tam might as well, she, she might as well have. But she, she looked at Nasty who was fucking dead on the ground. Like, bro, like, when she gets back in there, like, to talk to her after, it's like, yo, leave her alone. Like, you killed her. Like, like, why so, are you, why are you trying to rub it in this much? I'm interested to see what their match looks like, their regular rules matches. Uh, That's a point better morning. fucking win. Like, I mean, <laughs> look, win or leave, like, leave the promotion. Leave. <laughs> no, win, look, win or you have to join Cosmic Angels because she beat you too badly. You have oh no choice. God, you've been young. You've been young, girl. Yeah, yeah. Um. So uh, the main event, the main event, Queen's Quest versus Stars, Utami and uh, Kamatani and Azumi versus Mayu and Hazuki and Kaguma and like this match is like they gave you two uh, mat two last two matches and uh, cage matches, but like they're if anyone ever tells you these two matches are alike, they're lying through their fucking teeth. You should never listen to them again. Like this was a spot fest party match with comedy involved, all that kind of stuff. Like for this is the Yang to uh, Tam and that's Poison. Yes, 
complete opposite it's tonally stylistically like just watching it come through the screen i'm talking about like completely heavy like no this was like a party this was it was fun and i was like well there's no way someone had fun watching that that tam and that's point bash that that was not a fun experience like that was like oh my god like like these poor people like <laughs> like why are they bi- what they were once friends. Why can't they just walk away? Why can't they stop just beating each other like yeah, this? So wholesome savagely? cage match. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and I gotta say, like, uh, the escape the ru- cage rules, I normally hate them, but I hate them in singles. I think it's so compelling, and I've always thought this, like, going back You're to... You're down a man advantage? Yes. Yep. I like go- Going back to Macho Man and, and Zeus against Hulk Hogan and Brutus the Barber Beefcake, I've always thought the team cage match where it's like escape and you got to decide whether to leave if you're, you know, your your partner can handle it or do you guys try to go out at the same time? That strategy, that always works for me. Mm-hmm. Well, lucky for them, like, it wasn't too much of a strategy much as, like, there were three people and three people only that actually, like, wanted to actually do this. And it was Azumi, Kaguma, and, and Hazuki, and you could tell because those are the three people that did the dives. And then, like at different points throughout the build, throughout this, like Mayu was like, "I don't want to do this. I don't really want to do this." But Kaguma wants me to do it, and the fans want me to do it, so I'll do it. And then, like I don't know when this happened, but like at the eleventh hour, oh, and also Utami was like, "Well, I'm not a flyer. I'm gonna be out here catching dives. I don't really want to do this either." But like she's more subtle about it. But then at the 11th hour, they decided to do this comedy thing where, like, <laughs> Kamatani is scared to death of the cage. Even though, like, like, I, you know what? I would take this back. Maybe she watched Tambor's Nashville was like, I don't want to be in this cage at all. Get <laughs> me this fucking cage. I'm getting oh, out of this cage nice. immediately. What's the first chance I get? Because someone's going to die in this cage. There's six we of us. There's two of them. Someone almost died. It was nice of um, some side common time to join us from the grave uh, in this oh match after she and her and Rossi Ogawa were murdered by by somebody yeah. backstage. So yeah, yeah, I, you know, I often hear from uh, from some of the Joshi hardcore fans that stardom has gotten too serious. Like they had a motherfucker dress up as a, in a grim Halloween reaper costume. in a in a poorly in a poor one. Yes, a cheap one that you can get from like Party City. And go out there and choke out the white belt champion, and then the Booker of the promotion. And, and that, what does that mean? Oh, nothing, because she, the, the white belt champion, is going to show up at the main event. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, man, I, I don't want to hear that shit ever again. Pack it up. So, um, <laughs> look, was it Aja Kong? Was she doing it to Rossi? <laughs> Was she in disguise? Nah, because they wouldn't have aired that because that would have been a murder. He can't be put that shit. He can't be, he can't be put bodies getting caught on pay-per-view. That's illegal. Um, but yeah, um, this match, all the all the flying, all the comedy stuff, like the, the main highlights are, um, for me anyway, when it's time, like, at some point, at the beginning of the match, they start running spots of, of you know, triple drop kicks and, and whatnot. And then at some point, like, two people ended up in the ring from each team. Or one person from each team ended up in the ring. And then both, and then the other two, the other four teammates are out in, like, the red and, the red and blue corners. And it resembles, like, an actual trios tag. And then eventually, they bro- they, it quickly broke out into that. And then, uh, well, while that hap- while that's happening, 
because Mayu has been building it like she does not want to be in this fucking cage match. You see Mayu slowly crawling up the cage while she's not quote unquote in the tag. Like it broke into like a lucha tag or a true lucha tag. You see her slowly crawl and then some and then uh somebody from Queens is like, hey, what the fuck? And then stopped her and it was funny. And then it broke it broke into a six way again or a six person uh match and like then you get the uh, the escapes. You get um, Kamatani out. Kamatani gets uh, whipped into a corner. She basically she said she leapfrogs you, to you, the top. I'm she, yeah, out of here. She, yeah, she she triple jumps up to the top of the cage from the ropes and then climbs out. And she's like, "I'm fuck you, niggas. I'm out of here." And then like while she's still hanging from the cage, she shouts out and shrieks out, "I I don't want to be in the cage. I want out of this." And then she jumps down and she's like so happy and safe. Uh, she was sec- actually the second escape. Mayu got out first. And, like, as she landed on the feet, she's, like, on those, on those things, like, you know what? I swear, I promise you, God, if you get me off this flight or you get me to where I need to be, I'm going to change my ways. I'm going to start doing right. Like, she landed, and then she looked into the camera. She made the funniest fucking ugly cry face I've ever seen, and she collapsed to the ground to cry. Like, she's so happy she's back on solid ground with two with the, with the Lord's earth underneath her. She was hilarious. Uh-huh. Um, then... Uh, I forgot who else, but basically, uh, Hazuki has a dive off the top of the cage, which was crazy, um, and then you end up with the final two end up being Kaguma and Azumi. Azumi goes to the top rope, or not the top rope, the top of the cage, and does a double foot stomp off the top of the cage to the, to the, uh, to the mat on Kaguma, um, and then the, the finish of the match is, uh, or they, uh, Kaguma is at the top of the cage, and like, she's gonna do her bear splash, Onto Azumi in the middle of the ring, she then turns around. By the way, not not for nothing. Also, to give you an illustration of this, stars came out in jumpsuits, and they're all in their traditional colors. Hazuki is now a pur- is now taking over the color of purple, along with her purple. Or is her purple to go along with her pink? Uh, Kaguma wears yep or orange because she wears orange. Mayu wears light blue because she wears light blue all the time. So Kaguma looks like a fucking inmate. Because <laughs> she's in a war jumpsuit. Yeah. So she's on top of a cage. She turns around instead of uh, like she's going to do the Jimmy Snooker dive into, uh, onto Azumi. She turns around and sees there's a group of Queen's Quest like on the floor. And what does she do? The inmate jumps over the fence out of the prison. And freedom. <laughs> to freedom. Yes, to freedom. It lands on top of them. It gets the win. And, and I was, you know, and Kaguma has done it again. She has figured out another way to do another crazy dive to the f- floor dive off the top of something high as hell above the top rope. She's out of her mind. She's insane. Uh, I love this match. I gave it like four and a quarter. I thought this, I thought this match was great. Um, yeah. yeah. Just, just, I'm, I'm just a fantastic I, match. I, I like this one uh, more than the last one. Um, this was a lot of people I like in this match. It was coming down to like the Azumi and um, Kaguma at the end. I was like, man, like the I see Azumi in main events, and I'm like, that's that's just awesome, ain't it? And um, yeah, uh, this is is a real fun match. Definitely check this one out. Yeah, so um, a very good show, a very good show. Um, a weak opener or whatever else, but you know, it pretty much stands up with uh, most of the pay-per-views this year. Um, uh, the next pay-per-view is July 9th. What's the date, Rich? June 27th. July 9th is this pay-per-view. Uh, this is actually like the, I guess the A side of the, of the pay-per-view cycle. Um, white belt match. Um, Kamatani versus Starlight Kid. 
actual real threat to the to win the title. Um, and um, red belt match main event Shuri versus Momo. They you know in the third from the top in this show also showcased a lot of uh, Momo and, and Shuri um, or a good chunk of Momo and Shuri. Uh, uh, there is a tag title defense for FWC against Ami and Mirai in the next couple weeks. Can't remember what else is not, but it's not on this show. Um, on this next pay-per-view, but yeah, uh, so, you know, um, we'll so, get back to you on next week with, go ahead. There, there was a question I do want to bring up, uh, in okay. the press conference for, uh, the AW show, uh, shouts out to my man, Phil Lindsay from Grab City. He asked TK, uh, if he was interested in using stardom wrestlers on, on this show, but Tony said there was, a uh, every, they had their own show which is obviously the show we just reviewed today. Right. Uh, everyone was already booked, uh, and none of them have visas. So uh, once that situation's worked out, he does hope to integrate them in the future. So um, mm. we'll see uh, if that happens, but um, that would be pretty cool also. Yeah, um, it's cool to see them. I, uh, I have questions on who they're going to be in there with. Don't you? I mean, I you know who who's gonna gonna face Brit? You know, <sighs> send your best. Oh God. <clears throat> um, you know, Brit versus Mayu. Well, you know, Ace versus Ace. That's what Brit wants. You know? Definitely. You know, you know, Brit can. Brit is a great talent scout. We know this. Oh, okay. I see what you did there. Okay. Um, yeah. Like, uh, Brit's a big Mayu fan. Um, or so I don't, I mean, they could do that match. I mean, uh, have they done that match before in Stardom? I don't think they've done that match in Stardom before. Um, but not a singles match. They may have done tags, something like that. But yeah, like, uh, who I will wonder, walk Tam's road? That's what I want to know, Jen. Who, who's Tam's gonna walk road? Tam's road? Uh, I don't know if Tam will come over here. I mean, they uh, before the pandemic, she, her and Mayu were supposed to come at the beginning of 2020 uh, to Ring of Honor, but I don't know if Tam, I don't know, like, I feel they're going to let somebody go, come out here, but it's like, I don't think they're going to let, like, uh, you know, like, five people come at once. I don't think mm-hmm. that's going to happen, but we'll see what they do. Um, it'll be interesting. Like, I, uh, but, you know, if they bring over a bunch of them, that means they got to book a bunch of them, too. Uh, which means like it's be a lot of work for, um, you know, um, the AEW domestic talent. So that'd be cool. Like um, I know that Red Velvet is hurt right now, but like that's somebody I've wanted to see work start wrestle starting talent. Obviously Serena. Um, when does Jade face Saya Ito? Jade. <laughs> they should do the pose down. I never tell you about the pose down, have I? No. Okay, so. Um, about a month ago before Tekla got hurt in like two matches in a row like one weekend like uh, Ida and Tekla were wrestling so they started a match and then Tekla was like look at your muscle look at grabs her nice muscle nice muscle and then like <laughs> they start doing a pose off like double du- both of them do double biceps both of them do the you know traps and arms and like all the you know poses or whatever else and then like uh, Tekla goes 
nice muscle, and then raise her hand, winner. <laughs> this shit was funny. Like, and then they did it. Um, like the next day, where like they did a they did a uh, a, a push up contest. Like, but yeah, like Saya Ida versus uh Jade in a in a uh, in a pose down. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how that would draw, but it would be funny as fuck. Oh. Like, cause they just did a pose down with uh. What was it uh, on WWE? They did it with uh, Austin Theory and Bobby Lashley, and Bobby right? Lashley. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, stuff like that is always hilarious. Like, how about an arm wrestling contest? Like, you know, I love the arm wrestling contest. Sure. I think I think that the uh, Scott Steiner and Triple H arm wrestling contest is like one of the five greatest things Triple H has ever done as a talent in wrestling. Oh my god! Like that thing. That's what he sells that shit like like ridiculously great. He makes Steiner like the strongest motherfucker alive. Like, yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, but. That is the gist of where we're at right now with um, with stardom uh, in the next couple of weeks. But uh, next week we'll report back with uh, whoever dies in the singles match between Tam and Natsapoy. Yeah, we'll report yeah. The, mor- the murder for whoever you know, and we'll report whoever goes to jail for murder, of course. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. uh, but that's in the, the show, y'all. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, check out the uh the links in the description uh the links on the twitch so that's the paypal that's the cash app um if you're listening uh to the podcast be sure to go to our red circle drop us off a donation donation and, and listen to other shows on the network uh you have besides one besides one issue radio you have keeping the strong style the ricky and clyde wrestling show definitely check out keeping the strong style for their uh i guess i, I imagine would be a joyous a review as well of uh, Forbidden Door. Yeah. Um, the Ricky and Clyde Wrestling Show, uh, Grumman Washes Shit, The Grave Consequences Podcast, 8-Bit Suplex, All Things Elite, Great Mass Generator, Get in the Ring, uh, Meet the Press Slam, and AEW Match Guy. Thanks for listening, y'all. Later. Peace.